Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it is Monday. It is Memorial Day. It is a day where most of us are off, so it's just a good day to take and relax a little bit with the family. Relax a little bit around the home. If you have things that you need to work on with your house or with your business or or anything that you have going on, it's just a good day to kind of take a day for yourself and focus on the things that you want to focus on. I see a lot of people getting ready to do picnics and stuff. I see a lot of people getting ready to go canoeing and kayaking and fishing and just get out of the house and spend a little bit of time doing the things that they love to do that they haven't been able to. So it's really good to be able to see that. I'm happy that people can get back to a little bit of a normalcy like I've been talking about. I'm happy to see things start to open up a little bit and that we can get back to what things were before the coronavirus and that we can hopefully establish that normal again. It'll be be interesting to watch what happens, but I'm just happy to have a holiday that we can look at and hopefully kind of transition out of this time that we've been in. I'm also super thankful for Memorial Day and the fact that we have people that put their lives on the line, people that have fought for us and it's just it's amazing that we can have the country that we have where we can make the money the way that we make it and that we have the freedoms that we have so i'm just super thankful for that super excited to be able to have the opportunity that i've been given a lot of people grow up in different parts of the world and to end up being american and being able to be able to make a living for yourself by selling things on ebay it's just an incredible opportunity that a lot of the world's population will never have. So it's just encouraging to me. It's something that I'm super excited about, something that I'm always really blessed by and just super thankful for. But it is one of those things where you have to put in the work for it. And so that's what I've been trying to do. These past couple days have been bad for me just because I've been focusing on things that are not business related with my girlfriend going back down to Florida soon. It's going to be something where I want to spend as much time with her as possible before she ends up leaving. So I have a couple more days where she's here. I'm going to make sure I make the most of those times. And then past that, I'm going to focus fully on my business and really make a good amount of a good amount of impact on the way that I want to do things and hopefully even even expand my business more than I have in these past couple months. So that's something that I'm looking to do, but right now it's just been focused on making sure I get some time with family and friends and, and enjoying the times that I have right now. So I've been thinking a lot and they're starting an eBay business is something that a lot of people will never do. And I don't think a lot of people can't do it. I think a lot of people won't do it because they don't feel like it's real or they don't feel like comfortable doing it or they don't feel they don't feel like it's something they can do. And For me, starting out when I first started, I didn't feel like it was something I would ever be able to do. I didn't ever feel like I'd be able to make as much money as I make. I don't make a ton, but I make a lot more than I ever imagined making from just an eBay and Amazon and Mercari business. I never thought that it was possible to get numbers that kids coming out of college would be able to make with a real job or a full-time job. I never thought I'd be able to do that with reselling. And it's something that is really incredible to me that most people can start a business out of their homes. Most people can start making money for themselves by going into a thrift store or going into a garage sale or going into a Walmart or a Target and and picking up different items that are just listed higher online than they are in the store. 
and it takes a little bit of finesse. It takes a little bit of understanding as to what you're looking for, what types of items you're looking for. But when you start out, you're pretty green and you have a bit of an advantage on people that have been doing it a while in the fact that those people that have been doing it a while, they know what they're looking for. They really have a good understanding of eBay, the way that it works, Amazon, the way that it works, Mercari, all these different platforms. They really, really get it. They've been doing it for a while. You, on the other hand, have not been, and you feel like you're at a disadvantage. But the one thing that you have on all of those other people is how new you are to reselling and how new of a, of a business it is to you versus those other people. Most people will not be able to do, they, they kind of are set in their ways. And for you, you're just starting out, you have an opportunity to do things the way that you see fit for yourself and for your own business. And you have an immense opportunity to find more items that most people won't be able to find just because they, they kind of have their things that they're looking for. So they will overlook several things that you may be able to find profitable because they, they feel like they know what they're looking for already. And that's a huge hindrance to sellers that have been doing it a while is that we kind of get blinders on. You look at like how a horse race happens. Horses have blinders on where they can only see what's in front of them and they can't look around. They can't, they don't want to get spooked and they don't want people to, the people don't want them to, you know, freak out in the middle of a race. Well, a lot of times reselling is like that where you start out without those blinders on because you don't really know what you're doing. But once you get established, you have a very good sense of what you're looking for. And it's really good because you can go faster. You can move quicker. You can get through a store faster. You can find items quicker. You can get them listed quicker. You can get them shipped quicker and sold quicker. And it, it, it really focuses on speed. But what the new seller has an advantage of over the veteran sellers that they don't have any idea what they are, what, what works for them. And so they can, they can make anything work for them. They can go find, they can find anything. You know, I look for things that are electronics. I look for things that are hard goods. A lot of people look for clothing. A lot of people look for different books. A lot of people look for all these different niches that you can break things down into and, and really focus on and do really well with. But the new seller doesn't really have a niche yet. So they can find items that nobody else would think are profitable. I know I was listening to Pure Hustle podcast and the guy that first started there, his name's Mike, he went out and his first thing he found at a garage sale was a duck decoy. And it's interesting because most people would pass that up. I would have passed it up. I would have never thought about duck decoys. I, I don't know much about them. I'm not big into hunting or fishing. So I don't know a lot about them, but he, for whatever reason, picked up a duck decoy and thought, I wonder if this is worth something. And he found a similar one on eBay that had sold for 50 bucks. He picked it up for a couple dollars. And I think within a couple of weeks, he had sold the thing for like 40 or 50 bucks and made a good amount of money on a, on a duck decoy, something that looks like a duck. Like it's just, it's crazy. But the guy he was with, the guy that he hosts the podcast with Orlando had said, I would never pick that up. I, I would never, I, I don't see money in duck decoys very often. It's something that I never even considered because I never really thought that there was much value in it. It just looks like a duck. And I never thought that it would actually be worth something. And that's just something that a new seller has an advantage of. So for people that don't really think that they have anything going for them, as a new seller, you could be encouraged because you definitely have a lot going for you. And the fact that you don't really know what isn't profitable and what is, 
And by doing that, by not knowing that, you have a lot more opportunities to find those items that most people aren't picking up. Because you're going through a store and you're looking at everything. If you go into a thrift store and you don't know what's profitable, you're going to take a lot more time looking through items and trying to figure out and learn different items that are resellable versus not. But what a lot of people miss and and don't look at because they've been doing it for a while, you oftentimes will find because you're just looking everything up. And so you are you are very dead set into finding an item. You don't care what it is. And you can look up every item and find those four, five, ten items that people constantly and consistently pass up because they never knew that they were valuable anyway. And so you can find your own little niches and own little items that these categories that you can dominate yourself just because people in your store aren't picking those items up. They don't realize how how much they're worth. They don't realize that they are worth any money or maybe there just aren't any resellers in your area. You, you never know. But you have a lot going for you in that fact that you can really take off just by doing, just by finding items out there that most people aren't picking up. And so it's interesting to me because I feel like reselling is something that when you're doing a lot of online arbitrage or retail arbitrage and there are items that anybody can purchase, it's, it's super hush-hush. You don't wanna tell people what you're buying because that could instantly cause your item to to tank the market with people going out and buying the item. So three people go out and buy the item, people underprice each other, undercut each other, and now the profit goes down by $30 and it's barely even worth selling at that point. But with these items that are thrift store items and stuff, you can really, there's an endless amount of opportunities because it depends on what item, what items you can find, where you're trying to sell the items, how you market the items, whether you say it's vintage or retro or or whether you know this coin is worth $50 where I may think it's just a nickel that's a regular buffalo nickel. You know, just knowing information and, and having your own set of, of eyes on something can completely transform what an item is worth from one person to the next. If I go into a store and I see something and I don't know it's worth something, it's virtually worth nothing because nobody knows and so nobody picks it up and it ends up going to somebody who just wanted it for a couple bucks. But if you go in there, it's now worth maybe 50 bucks because you can see that, hey, I know that that item is resellable on eBay for $50. And so it, it can instantly transform for me not knowing anything about the item and it being virtually worth nothing to me because I don't know that it's worth something to being very profitable for you. And so people, there's an endless amount of opportunity for people to go into a store and pick up different items because Virtually, there's a ton of things in a thrift store that are super profitable. We just don't have all the time in the world to look and find every single item. We don't have all the time in the world to learn what every item is profitable and which ones aren't. And it's it's just, there's so much that goes in with it. So being able to go into your thrift store, picking out the few items that are in there consistently that keep appearing, whether you live in the South and you know the cowboy boots appear pretty often in your thrift stores or whether you're in the in the north and there's a lot of high-end north face or patagonia stuff that keeps popping up in your thrift store just any of these things some people may not realize how much that's worth and so you can develop your own little niches inside your own thrift store that you can really start to take advantage of and dominate after after you learn you know what you're trying to sell so you can be encouraged by that i mean it's definitely something that is a difficult thing to start when you don't know what you don't know. And a lot of people get caught up in that. A lot of people feel like I'm so far behind already. But what's encouraging is that you need to start and the best time to start outside of yesterday is a thousand percent today. It's it's something that 
I, I focus on a lot with different things. I realized that there's just so many different opportunities out there and it's, it's crazy to me how reselling has transformed the way that I think about things, the way that I think about the way that I spend money, the way that I think about how, how I can, how, what things I need versus what things I want. It's just, it's really interesting and I've never heard somebody say that becoming a reseller made them a worse person or made them feel differently in a negative way. It definitely will transform the way that you feel about different things and the way that you think, but it doesn't in a good way where you kind of get away from that extreme consumerism that we have and that we're kind of brought up in and you kind of learn a little bit more about different things. You learn a little bit more about brands. You just learn, you learn a little bit about different things that appear in our everyday lives that maybe most people don't see like branding or like the, the, uh, the value of an item and what, what you can do with it and how you can sell it and just marketing and, and selling and owning a business where you have customers and customer service. There's just, there's so much you can learn from it. And for me, I learn new things every day. I learn different things that I never thought that I would be able to learn from just having an eBay business. So I would encourage you to at least get out there and give it a try. You don't need much. I touched on yesterday. You really only need some boxes, a phone, a printer, and some tape and you're good to go. So if you can, if you can come across those things, most of those things, the phone is something that everybody has. The printer, you can usually pick up at a thrift store for a couple bucks and the ink usually can be found on eBay, decently cheap. And then tape and stuff you can find at any Walmart or dollar store or anything. So it's really, really easy to be able to start your business. You just have to have uh, the grit and the grind in you to actually get it done. So I'm gonna leave you with that. It's, it's a beautiful day right now here in PA, so I'm just looking forward to being able to enjoy some of it, being able to relax with some family, and just being able to take one, one day out of the many days that I've been given to kind of relax a little bit and just take my mind off of everything, off of coronavirus, off of reselling, and just make the most of my day. So that being said, I will let you guys get back to your day. I will let you enjoy the rest of your holiday. Uh, thank you to anybody who has served our great nation. I greatly appreciate you and everything that you've done. And if there's anything that I could ever help any of you with, just reach out to me on Instagram and Twitter. I would love to help you out. Have a great day and I will get with you tomorrow. Peace.